We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFO. It's Monday, it's December 28th, it's 2020, and we have five NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. We will still have the Monday NFL review show with Blunderhead and myself um, doing double duty today. I uh, like this NBA slate, five games. Um riding solo today uh, for the NBA podcast, and um, you know, like I said, Pretty excited about this NBA slate. I think that, um, first of all, love the 7.30 Eastern start time. Um, anybody out there that lives the dad life um, and family time, 7 o'clock locks um, are challenging around dinner time and stuff sometimes. So love the 7.30 lock for this slate. Um, you know, Brooklyn's on a back-to-back. The Lakers are on a back-to-back. Um it's like as far as the Lakers go, I'm recording this the night before, like I always do. Um, and the Lakers are, you know, really blowing out Minnesota. So could potentially see um, you know, some of these guys rest in the fourth quarter. You know, LeBron's at like 25 minutes. So um they could kind of save these guys if they really need to here. So um it'd be interesting to see how these teams handle back to backs uh still really early in the season. So Let's jump into it. Uh, we start here with Detroit at Atlanta. 226 and a half total. Atlanta favored by eight in this game. Blake Griffin's out. Uh, Derek Rose's out. Rest load management um, for these two guys. Okafor is questionable. And on the Atlanta side, Dunn is still out. Gallinari is questionable. Snell is still out. Um, and then Capella is probable. 
So Atlanta's been playing pretty fast to start the season. I think that's a a nice bump here for these Detroit guys. Um, I think it's really interesting that Rose and um, Blake Griffin are going to be out here only four minutes through the first two games where both of these guys were off the court at the same time. Um, So a lot of minutes and usage um, to kind of go around with this one. So I think the biggest beneficiary from this news um, is right. I think that, you know, he's somebody that should play big minutes in this game. Um, they're going to need him to play big minutes in this game. So Dalian Wright is interesting. If Hayes were to get a little bit more run, um, he's somewhat interesting, but he's a rookie. They haven't really been playing him a ton of minutes. Um, you know, around 20 minutes the first two games. So a little, a little worried just in general about like his overall minutes. Um, I think Jeremiah Grant plays a bunch of minutes in this game. So at 5,900, he's kind of expensive, but if he does end up playing a ton of minutes, um, I don't hate it. Mason Plumley should play um, a good, a good amount of minutes here against Capella. I don't hate that. Um, you know, just kind of trying to figure out, I think Josh Jackson, Ceiling wise at 4,200 definitely needs to be um, someone that we're, we're considering in this spot. So, you know, kind of looking at Detroit, I think that if I'm looking for ceiling, I think it's Josh Jackson. Um, if I'm looking for more of a floor, it's probably Plumlee or Wright um, or Grant. So it's kind of what I'm looking at on the Detroit side of things. Um Josh Jackson is a guy that could potentially play if this game um, gets a little ugly without Blake and Rose, but Derek Rose kind of, you know, he's been coming off the bench. Um, So this is a great opportunity for Josh Jackson to kind of already see like an uptick in usage and stuff. So uh, I think that's definitely something that is going to be important um, when we're kind of looking at this, this team as, you know, 11-man rotation, really like a 10-man rotation through the first two games. So we're potentially looking at an eight-man rotation in this game for Detroit. And, you know, Rose is around 30 minutes, and, you know, Josh Jackson should definitely see an increase here. Um, He's averaging 1.13 fantasy points per minute, which is leading this team um, So through the first two games. On the Atlanta side of things, like I said, Capella going to kind of come back. I think Capella coming back um, probably hurts Fernando the most. I I would kind of expect him to lose these minutes. I don't really know where else where they would get the minutes from. Maybe we see Cam Reddish play a little closer to like 25 minutes instead of 30 minutes. Um, So that'd be interesting. But really, like, I don't want to bury the lead. Trey Young, almost a 37% usage rate. Uh, He's averaging 1.76 fantasy points per minute. He's been an absolute stud through the first two games this season. I do worry a little bit about like the pace in this game. Um, is Atlanta going to be able to pick, you know, pick up the pace enough? Um, and is Detroit going to be able to keep up? So um, I kind of want to take the wait and see approach on John Collins with Capella back and see how these guys kind of play together. So I'm really looking at Trey Young. I don't mind like Kevin Herter. I worry about like the minutes for like DeAndre Hunter in this game and Cam Reddish. Um, so like that's obviously concerning. 
Um, so yeah, I, you know, Rondo's close to coming back too. Um, so I think that it'd be kind of interesting to see how the minutes shake up, but I think your best bets, Trey young, um, you know, John Collins and Capella have upside Capella at 5,900. I'm worried that like he's dealing, he was dealing with a Achilles injury and if like, you know, obviously that's a huge thing. So I think that he'll kind of be on a, on a pitch count here uh, minutes limit wise. So really looking at Trey young to run back some Detroit um, in this game, Memphis at Brooklyn, no total in this game. It's a back-to-back for Brooklyn. Uh, Triple J's out. Melton's out. Winslow's out. And then on the Brooklyn side of thing, Dinwiddie had a weird like land. Um, I would, I would probably put him as doubtful for this game. I don't think Dinwiddie plays. Uh, Steve Nash said we'll see on Monday morning as far as like Kevin Durant playing on the back-to-back. So um, obviously we're going to be paying attention to that. So looking at the Memphis side of things, I think John Morant's a little cheap here for, you know, the start of the season that he's had. And this guy is, you know, averaging 1.63 fantasy points per minute. He's 35% usage um, through the first couple games this year. So I think John Morant is obviously someone we should be looking at. I know monster first game, second game was not as big, um, struggled to shoot the ball from the three, but like three assists away from a double double. Um, this is a guy that, can break the slate he has a ton of upside here Valanciunas through the first two games he's averaging 1.3 fantasy points per minute he's 7700 I don't think he has like a massive ceiling um but I do think that um he has a really solid floor here so don't hate him Kyle Anderson is off to a really strong start to start the season so I know his averages are more because he had a really good game against Atlanta but he also shot the ball well he you know, he's had double digit rebounds in the first two games. So I think Kyle Anderson's very much in play. His price is kind of catching up. Um, so like, that's obviously a little concerning, but I definitely like Kyle Anderson a little bit more. Um, if Durant wasn't to play this game. So, uh, as far as anybody else here, you know, Grayson Allen, he's going to get minutes, um, at 3,800, especially with Melton out. If he shot lights out, he could definitely pay off that price. But overall, I'm not going to go too crazy um, with some of these bench guys. I think that, you know, there's a lot of options on this five-game slate. Moving over to the Brooklyn side of things. Like, obviously, this is really tough because, like, Jeff Green took an elbow to the head. Um, Dinwiddie rolled. um, I don't know if it was a knee or as an ankle injury. I think it was a knee injury is what they said afterwards. But... I'd be really shocked if he came back. I don't have the game flow um, up yet. You know, if, you know, I'll be looking at that in the morning to kind of see how Brooklyn kind of used rotations when Dinwiddie was out. But, you know, obviously they want to use Levert off the bench. Um, and, you know, he's a guy that's going to get, he has a massive, he has a higher usage rate than Durant and Kyrie. So, um, as far as Brooklyn goes, everything's going to matter if Durant plays or if he doesn't play, um, what they do on a back-to-back here with DeAndre Jordan and Allen. So this is a really tough, uh, team to kind of break down, but I will say that if Dinwiddie and KD are out, I think Joe Harris at 4,600, um, is going to have to play a good amount of minutes here. 
you know, he's not really a ceiling guy, but he's certainly somebody that I'll be looking at on the value side of things. Um, if Jeff Green didn't play, um, you know, he took an elbow to the face, like I said, then, you know, it's really interesting. Like, are they going to give Prince minutes? Are they going to give TLC minutes? Um, because these guys are extremely cheap. So um, we'll kind of have to just wait and see what the injury news looks like here. But if Durant and Green are both out, I think you, you know, could definitely roll the dice in tournaments on TLC or Prince if you think that. But, you know, Joe Harris is going to play a ton of minutes. Um, and then Levert's going to have a ton of usage. So definitely going to be interested to see what the injury report looks like because I think Brooklyn offers a lot of um, upside here if these guys end up sitting. Utah at OKC, 220 and a half total here. Utah favored by four in this one. Um, Ariza still not with the team as far as like OKC is concerned. Uh, Utah to start the season, you know, Mitchell about a 29% usage rate, averaging about 1.3 fantasy points per minute. That's definitely solid at 7,600. I don't hate that. Um, If this game stays competitive, he should have no problem in value. Rudy Gobert off to a really strong start, um, over 40 fantasy points in back-to-back games, 7,400 for him. Um, he's certainly somebody that we are potentially looking at um, in cash games at center. I, I think that he's going to project well, and he's certainly somebody we need to be looking at. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, his usage is insane off the bench. Um, he's going to shoot a ton off the bench. He's always someone you could potentially look at here at 4,900 for tournaments. Outside of him, though, I don't really trust Ingles. I don't really trust really anybody else. Um, you know, favors. If he gets to 25, he's not going to kill you at 3,900. So um, I do think that plenty of ways to kind of attack this Utah team. But the main pieces here, Donovan Mitchell. Um, I don't think Mike Conley has a ceiling that's extremely high. But if this game stays competitive and he gets 35 minutes, he could definitely pay off 6,300. Um, on the Thunder side of things, like this team runs through SGA right now. Like he's going to have a massive usage. Um, one game this season, 35% usage in that game. Uh, I talked about on opening night uh, or second night of the season when there was 13 games and Houston kind of messed up OKC playing. But I talked about Baisley a lot um, and he played 33 minutes against Charlotte. He had a double-double. He is someone that is super interesting. I hate the price increase on DraftKings. I think that he's still a little expensive. I don't hate him on FanDuel at 5,800, but I think that like he's kind of priced where he should be. I think Dort on FanDuel makes a ton of sense. I think Dort on DraftKings makes a ton of sense. Um, 35 minutes, 4,300. And this game projects to be one of the better pace type games on the slate um utah is 15th okc is 10th through the first couple games here so uh, memphis brooklyn projects to be the best pace game but i think this game you know second third it's really close to that detroit atlanta game um i think you could definitely pay up for sga he's gonna have a ton of usage in this offense um i don't really trust george hill he shot lights out you know he shot four four for four from the three-point line, um, eight for nine from the field in general. I, he's not going to do that on a nightly basis. He's still really cheap at 4,500, but 
I just worry about the overall upside and I don't really want to chase that. I would much rather play like Dort, who I know is going to get a ton of minutes, Basley, who's going to get a ton of minutes, um, and then SGA, who's just going to have a massive usage rate. Uh, moving right along here, we got Houston at Denver. 221 and a half total here. Denver favored by eight in this game. Uh, Clemens is out. Cousins is out. Gordon's out. Wall's out. Macklemore's out. Uh, I think there's a couple other guys out for Houston. Green is out for Denver. Uh, let's look at the Houston side of things here. Um, obviously, they got a game in um, over the weekend, and James Harden had a 34% usage rate. He averaged um, 1.8 fantasy points per minute. Wood, Christian Wood, um, had a really solid usage rate as well at 28.4%. These guys are going to play um, and have a ton of usage in just in general. So I think Harden and, and Wood are top options on the slate. Tougher matchup here for Wood, but he's just going to play so much. Um, you know, P.J. Tucker is going to play a lot of minutes. Jason Tate played 37 minutes the other night against Portland. Um these guys are going to, they have to play. Um, so I don't really like Nawaba or Brown. I think if I was going to take a shot on one of the cheap guys, it'd probably be just on Tate. Um, but again, I think that, you know, in a week from now, these guys are really not going to be playing a ton of minutes. So, you know, that's just kind of where they are. So I think my favorite play is uh, is Christian Wood at 7,200, even in a tough matchup. But James Harden um, is a top play on this slate for sure. On the Denver side of things, um, you know, Jokic off to a really strong start, 28% usage rate, averaging about 1.5 fantasy points per minute. Good game against Sacramento. Uh, good game against the Clippers. One rebound away from a triple-double, you know, to, to have back-to-back triple-doubles to start the season. So Jokic... Um, Definitely making me eat some words here, and he's 9,800, which is I always feel like it's so much to pay for Jokic, but I, I don't hate maybe taking some shots on him in tournaments. Um, man, the guy that I really like here is Michael Porter Jr. I just I really hate the price increase at 6,500 on DraftKings. Um, on FanDuel, he's 5,900, it's a little cheaper to play him, but you know. In close games where he's shooting the ball well, he should get 30 minutes. Um, you know, I think that there's some upside there. But really, outside of, like, Jokic, Denver is not um, a team that I, I, t- I tend to target at all. You know, they, you know, Will Barton could have good games. Jamal Murray can have good games. It, it's just – it's really hard to kind of find those pieces. But ceiling-wise, it's probably Jokic and Porter. Um, probably don't end up on any of these guys in cash games unless some news comes out. Um, Portland at LA taking on Lakers. No total in this game. It's a back-to-back for the Lakers. Um, Mello's out. Collins is out. Little is out. Um, you know, through the first couple games of the season, Lillard, massive usage rate, 32%. McCollum, 27.5%. So, big usage rate for both, um, of the stars here on the Portland side of things. I think that Lillard would be the guy that I would play over McCollum. I know that like McCollum is coming off of a really, really good game against Houston, but shot 16 threes in that game. He shot 30 times in that game. Um, you know, I still think Lillard is your, your ceiling guy. Um, outside of that, like, 
Derek Jones Jr. is is super cheap at 4K. He's going to probably play about 26 to 28 minutes in this game if it stays competitive. So I don't hate potentially taking a shot on him. But I really think, like, at the end of the day, there's so many big guys on this team, like Cantor's there, Nurkic is there. It's really hard to trust any of these guys, um, the big guys. So, um, you know, even like Covington, he played a bunch of minutes last time out, but I, I don't trust that either. So on the Lakers side of things, uh, back-to-back for the Lakers, like I said, to start the show, they're crushing. They're they're crushing um, Minnesota right now. It's a 36-point game uh, with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So I wouldn't be shocked if, like, LeBron and those guys don't check back into the game, and I think they could potentially be good on a back-to-back. Uh, Anthony Davis, obviously, Missed the game on Sunday night, so we're going to be waiting on news from him. If Anthony Davis sits, um, I could see Harold being really strong. I think Dennis Schroeder could be really strong. You know, Kyle Kuzma um, definitely saw an increase in usage in that game against Minnesota. So don't hate going back to the well on like Kuzma, but. You know, I, I, I'm not going to chase Marcus Ollie. He had a really big game. He had seven rebounds, eight assists, 12 points um, against Minnesota on Sunday night. So not going to really chase that one with Marcus all. If he beats me, he beats me. But I don't hate taking shots on like Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Schroeder, Harrell, you know, and like maybe even LeBron if Anthony Davis ends up missing this game. Um, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. And like I said, we will have, uh, the NFL week 16 review show as well. Um, it'll be posted on the feed around noon time. So you can get the podcast in for basketball and go back and listen to football. And then you can uh, wait for some injury news to come out you know, around five thirty, six o'clock Eastern for NBA. So uh, favorite play under 5k to 7x um, I think this one's really close um, I'm going to take a little bit of a discount here and go with Dort um, I think that like he's going to obviously get the minutes they don't really have um, <laughs> anybody else so um, on the next one, it's over 8K to go under 5X. Who's going to bust today? I, I think there's a lot of great options in this range today. The guy that like I always worry about busting the most um, when he gets over 8K is CJ McCollum. So I'm going to take CJ McCollum. He's going to have to shoot lights out to pay off the $8,100 price tag. And he goes under 40 fantasy points, um, you know, a lot. So favorite 6x play on this slate uh, i think there's a lot of great plays on this slate um really wish we like had more certainty about like brooklyn i really like that levert price um but when i'm looking at the slate as a whole i'm just gonna i'm gonna take some upside here i left this one um my favorite 6x play today is josh jackson i, I think that with blake out and with rose out there's a road for him to play like 25 plus minutes in this game and get up plenty of shots and, you know, pick up some extra rebounds. So I think Josh Jackson is in a spot here where he could have a really big game. So I really like him in this spot. Um, 
my let's get weird GPP play today. You know, I think this one's, um, you know, somewhat interesting. I think that it'd be really interesting to see what type of ownership we're looking on, like Rudy Gobert and Nurkic with Christian Wood in this range. So I'm going to say Gobert for let's get weird GPP play of the day. But if he comes in higher owned, I don't mind pivoting to like Valanchunas. I think Valanchunas could have a big game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to kind of wait and see where the ownership kind of lies. Uh, game selection question. I, I was I always like this question. But sometimes on Sundays, I always forget to kind of pull something up. Um, so I'm going to kind of go to like one of my favorite tournaments on DraftKings. It is the $40 single entry mid-range jumper. Um, pays 23% of the field. It's a 2x um, payout, top 10, um, under 30%. And the number one spot paying 10%. So... Somebody's gonna turn forty bucks into five grand. Um, this is a really decent size tournament with fourteen hundred people, but you don't have to have like these straight nuts um, to win this tournament. So, uh, really like this tournament. Pretty much try to play this tournament every day. On my favorite over under, so we only have three out um, right now. So obviously it's a little tough for against the spread, but I think that. I really think that like this at Detroit Atlanta game could potentially be a little bit more competitive, but I do think that it's going to go over the 226. So I'm going to take the over of 226 and a half in that game. I think that it will, if it stays competitive, it will definitely get there. But even if it doesn't stay competitive, I think they have a, a, a solid shot to go 226 plus. So uh, that's kind of where I'm going to lock in my streak pick um, and get it to um, get it to number two. Got number one. Going to get it to number two. Uh, it's going to wrap it up for the NBA podcast. Again, we'll have the review podcast up for NFL week 16 around noontime, um, noon, noon, third, 1230. So hope everyone had an awesome Christmas. Um you know, appreciate everyone listening, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow talking some more NBA with the Chief, Chief Justice of Six. Uh, looking forward to working with some Will. So good luck, everyone, and uh, we'll see you again on Tuesday.